From the over-the-top studios at Scratch Labs in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Boulder Ballet is the Nutcracker series, and today we're visiting with the dancing attorney, Chelsea Vanu. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks so much, George. It's good to be here. Now, you know, I laughed, but how the heck do you put two professions together that demand so much time? It wasn't, it wasn't easy, George, actually. Um, it's just sort of come together for me recently. I just passed the bar and I started at a law firm in Boulder and I'm running an office primarily over in, um, on Pearl Street. So you have to have had a lot of practice, though, because as a law student, that probably takes about as much time as being in the profession itself. Maybe not. Being in school was a lot different. I felt like my days were really chopped up running from class to class. And because of that, I was able to get back into ballet and slip in a ballet class in the morning and go to school all day and then go back and take class with the high school kids at night. But now it is a little bit easier in that I'm primarily doing two things. I'll be dancing all morning or early afternoon, and then I'll be in the office till I'm done at night, which tends to vary. So you sleep about two hours a day? (laughs) I make as much time to sleep as I can. It's not been a lot recently. (laughs) Now, what's your history with the dance? How did you get involved with ballet in the first place? I think as a lot of little girls do, my mother put me in ballet classes when I was young because she had done it growing up, and I didn't take it extremely seriously until around middle school, and I think it was just a little too late for me to think I had much of a future in dance. Um... My father really wanted me to go to college, and I really didn't want to do that. And I ended up at the University of Virginia by accident, and it kind of went from there, put me on a more academic track. That's so hard to hear. You were in middle (laughs) school and felt like you had such a late start. (laughs) You didn't see the... (laughs) Right. Ballet is one of those sports, ballet gymnastics. I'm sure there's more than that, but the way the muscles have to develop to have the turnout and the way your brain needs to be used to picking up choreography, it just, it tends to set in pretty young. And I went to a pretty high power, like prep school. So I was always taking AP classes and studying a lot. I just didn't have the opportunity to be homeschooled and put as much time in dance as I would have liked to growing up. So you love dancing. I do. At the end of the day, I love it, but it's love-hate. There are other things in my life that are just love, like skiing. I don't have any back and forth with that sport. (laughs) But something like skiing, are you able to do that now? Or is there, I mean, there is a risk of injury. So does that enter your mind or did I just put it there? (laughs) (laughs) It's always on my mind. Always on my mind. Uh, Probably too much. I've had a lot of accidents. Um, some from skiing, some from dancing, but I think one major ski accident kind of put me on that track, and it took most of my 20s to get off of it. So I'm very careful about when I ski and what I do, but I think for me, I love it so much, I just couldn't give it up. Now, were you able to dance throughout your injury period? I don't see how you <laughs> could have. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I had a really, a really bad accident. I honestly... It changed a lot for me. I was sort of a reckless person before that, and I thought I was invincible. Nothing bad really had ever happened, and I fell off a cliff, and like I shouldn't have, I shouldn't be here now. So that 
recovery was not horrible. Like nothing really bad happened. Um, everything was a little torn, a little broken, a little in the wrong spot. But that surgery led to um, dislocating my patella dancing a couple years later. And I went in to get that fixed, which wasn't going to be a big surgery, almost like an ACL recovery. And it was a massive surgery. And that's when dance kind of got taken away from me. And I think knowing there was a chance to get back out there kept me going, but knowing that it probably wasn't going to happen is what like made me more passionate about it than ever before. Dislocated patella while you were dancing. That sounds hideous. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was alone and I landed in a, from a jump with my knee behind my head and no one to help. So I had to like drag myself to my phone and call. I called my dad first and he was like, you need to call an ambulance. <laughs> I called him, called the ambulance. Now, I mean, there is that phrase, everything happens for a reason. I got to say, I don't believe that. I think bad things just happen sometimes and you got to deal with them. Um, you came through this and I mean, you're dancing extremely well. So <laughs> are you happy with where your life is right now? I'm so happy. I just feel lucky to have the opportunities that I have because I will say that I have a lot of willpower and determination and that helped me get here. But most people, I just think it, at some point they pick one thing and they want to be really good at that one thing. And for whatever reason, I, I just kept wanting to fight for dancing and it makes my life so much fuller. So you're actually really good at two things. <laughs> Three, skiing, <laughs> yeah, law. <laughs> So, but I, I mean, I joke, but at the same time, I mean, to be good and excel at different things really takes a lot of your focus. And are you able to, when you're uh, being an attorney, really focus on that? And when you're a dancer, really focus on that? And... I think so. I, honestly, it takes every ounce of my mental energy every day. Like, it's been a huge adjustment the last few months. Um, I was lucky that. I got into the company at Boulder Ballet in May, but the company didn't come back and start up until mid-September, so I had a few months of just figuring out my new law job and how to balance that and how to eat right, sleep right, be at class in the morning, and then switch gears, do a one-hour shower, lunch, quick change, me back in the office. And I thought that would be easy for me to figure out because I've always been running, I've always been juggling, and um, that did take me until... Pretty much this month, I feel very uh, locked into both things right now and very focused, but it hasn't been easy to get there. Well, good thing, I guess, is that your offices are located... On Spruce Street, right behind Mountain Sun. Which is close to the dairy, so not too <laughs> far for you to have to go. It's so nice. I'm so lucky to be able to work there. Now, let's get into the nutcracker. How many will this be for you, in which you've performed? In which I've performed. Um, I think my ninth. I haven't done it a lot, actually. I did it in middle school and high school growing up, once in college, and I've sort of had a 10-year sabbatical from ballet, um, performing in the Nutcracker, at least. <laughs> now, I know I'm from watching YouTube clips of different scenes from the Nutcracker. There's so many different interpretations of the ballet. Um, do you have a favorite? I think it's really hard not to love the one that I grew up with, and a lot of people are like that. I uh, grew up taking it at Eastern Virginia School for the Performing Arts in Williamsburg, and 
my director, Sandra Bellastracci, was just the most amazing choreographer and director. And what was your first role? <laughs> I was a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you had to be a little too old to be a mouse. <laughs> I always looked very young for my age, oh, okay. though, so I slipped through the cracks and still was with the little kids in sixth grade on that one. <laughs> and I was a party boy, always the boy. <laughs> Favorite role so far? Oh, it's a hard question. I love the snow scene in the Nutcracker. I just love the music. And when it starts snowing, and that's probably the skier in me, to be honest. <laughs> now, what are you this year? This year, I'm a maid, and I'm understudying a lot of parts in the second act. Now, understudy, that requires as much time as being the principal, doesn't it? I think it requires a, a lot of time, maybe even more time to know so many different parts in the same scene. How do you learn them? I have had to figure that out and what I've done most recently is I film it so that I can watch it. I'm a really visual learner but I've always been in school and studying. I have to learn things sort of by myself just watching and doing and then I started drawing out all the formations like it was a football play or something and like drawing in each dancer and each big group formation so that I could like jump in for that person if they're out or be more flexible in my head I guess. So is this fun for you? It is really fun, and I think it's fun for reasons I didn't expect. I mean, I just haven't danced and performed at this level in a really long time, and just that high of hearing the music and seeing the kids and being in that environment is what's so fun for me. Now, I look at the dancers as just really high-level athletes, and again, that focus and drive that you have to put in to excel at what you do is huge. Uh, and we talked about a little about the time, but um, I just, I'm still having trouble seeing going from what you do with dance to full-time job as an attorney. <laughs> it just, that's so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, are you going to celebrate the end of the Nutcracker with a ski trip? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I should say that, but <laughs> I love um, I love Aspen. I grew up vacationing there a little bit and have since worked for law firms out there and worked for Aspen ski schools. And I love going back over the new year to visit the kids I used to teach. Oh, you were an instructor. Yeah. Yeah. I took a gap year after college to teach skiing and kept up with it through law school on my breaks from school. So how do you do this with your dance when a performance ends? Do you immediately try out for the next performance? Or I guess in your with your status, you don't need to try out, do you? I will probably not be auditioning in the capacity um, for Boulder Ballet this year. They generally cast me, and then I come to all the rehearsals, and I know what parts they want me to be understudying. And do you already know what the next performance is going to be for you? We're doing a contemporary show called Stepping Out in February, and we've actually just started working on that last week. You like contemporary? I do. Um, my training was much more, there's a greater emphasis in classical ballet, but it's, um, it's really nice to be able to let go and feel that freedom. I don't feel that in ballet, and I do in skiing, so I try to transfer that feeling from skiing into the dance, and contemporary is sort of a happy medium. <laughs> I like how all the all of these go together. I mean, I've spoke with some other dancers with a background in ballet and some other sports where 
I mean, it seems like dance not only complements the other sports, but really enhances them. <laughs> enhances my lack of coordination skiing <laughs> and like my <laughs> falls are usually in the splits. But no, I think I think mentally the more balanced you can be with what you do and also literally on skis, I'm a very balanced skier. There's a lot of things that aren't there, but like going through the crowd and staying up and pow is very much more easier for me because of my ballet background. Now, as a child of the 80s, growing up... 88, basically 89. (laughs) Yeah, but you were born then. I was graduating college then. (laughs) I I just have images of Cindy Nelson and ski ballet and Chelsea (laughs) bringing that back. That used to be a serious sport. I can't believe it isn't. Was it in the Olympics at one point? I don't think it was an Olympic sport, but it definitely was a competition. And watching the people on their little skis as you were going up the magic mile doing all these amazing moves. uh, Yeah, it's something you just don't see anymore. I don't think I would be good at it, though. I like to keep all of my passions really separate, even though there's overlap, and I would catch an edge and be in the hospital immediately. (laughs) It's an intense (laughs) sport. And we don't want that to happen again. (laughs) Again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when can we see you in the upcoming uh, performances of The Nutcracker? We'll be performing at Mackey Auditorium the weekend after Thanksgiving and then the following weekend at Longmont High School in early December. So Friday, November 25th, two shows, two in the afternoon, one at seven, Sunday, the 27th, two o'clock. Those are at Mackey. Yes. And then both Longmont on, I think, the third and fourth of December. Yes. I hope. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Chelsea, I really appreciate you stopping by today. It was great talking with you. Thank you, George. It's great to be here. Boulder Ballet is the Nutcracker Series. I'm George Thomas.